Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Do you want your salespeople to nurture and serve and even at the extreme nurse potential or existing customers? Are you looking for a salesperson who is a hunter or a farmer or a combination? Or do you know someone with a cavapoo? like my niece, Natalie, (laughs) or another type of attentive and loving dog like a golden doodle or a Bernie doodle or a multi poo. Last Christmas, Natalie's dog climbed up into my lap, and I really got to know why they call many of these dogs lap dogs. Man, alive, that was just, it's like a lamb having a lamb up into your arms. They're just so cuddly. They're just made to nurture and companion those they're with. Maybe you live with someone with a high level of compassion, your spouse, mother, or brother, or are you that person who likes to listen to and nurture the needs of those around you? And at the very high end of the scale, kind of like someone working in a nursing home who lives to take care of others and how long it takes or the time management of the task, isn't even thought about or more important than what it takes to make someone comfortable or happy. And at the low end, we find someone without empathy or concern for people, beyond what can be extracted from them for the task at hand. Welcome to today's discussion. I want to talk with you about trait number six, compassion. As defined by the CTS Sales Profile, The CTS Sales Profile is a validated sales assessment tool with hundreds of thousands of uses for existing sales reps and people applying for sales positions, measures nine traits that, in various amounts, are important to high-performing sales reps. It's easy for you to understand that, depending upon the market and product, compassion is one of the most important traits for sales success. That's because it measures a salesperson's concern for customers or coworkers, concern that needs and problems and wants are helped and taken care of with a purchase. This trait could even make a positive difference in good relationships at home with sons and daughters and the significant people in your life. And we're going to end with something very important for all of us to remember when we get to the end of the podcast. High scores on the compassion scale are people whose brains fire off with empathy when serving others. An international team led by researchers at Mount Sinai School of Medicine have shown that one area of the brain, the anterior insular cortex, is the activity center for human empathy. Some people have this part of the brain fire off more than others do. People with an enhanced level of compassion have a natural inclination to help others, and when their independent spirit or their need to control is low, they will also tend to be agreeable and derive pleasure from fulfilling the expectations of others. These individuals are often drawn toward markets that are more personal and relationship-centered, such as healthcare, hospitality, and financial services. When someone takes the CTS sales profile, high scores tend to encourage and listen to the expressive sharing of someone's feelings about the emotional reasons for their purchase. When this is combined with high ego traits like 
independent spirit, and deadline motivation, people work to perform and be the best. They do it while being persuasive about getting people what they want while they get what they want. In contrast, low scores on the compassion scale are better able to prioritize their time and can stay on task without being distracted by the personal problems of people. As a result, they may be more effective in markets that are more transactional, such as manufacturing or logistics or trucking. In our research, we have found that salespeople with low levels of compassion often think of a person as an element in a checklist and sometimes do not hear or even want to ask about the frustration of a person's needs and problems. They then miss the hidden desires for what a product or service should do for a person. They focus solely on the task at hand and may not take the time to build a genuine connection with their clients. This can lead to presentations that do not remove pain or worry or fear and result in missed opportunities and lost sales and future business. On the other hand, salespeople with a high level of compassion are better equipped and motivated to build stronger relationships with their clients. They can take the time to understand the needs and desires of the clients, and they use the information to tailor their presentation. By doing so, they're able to create that sense of trust and loyalty with the people that buy from them. Now, let's take a look at a couple of short stories to illustrate the importance of compassion in sales. And the first one is about John, who has a low score on the compassion scale. He's a sales representative for a logistics company. He has a list of potential clients that he needs to contact, and he approaches each call as a task to be completed. During one of his calls, he speaks with a potential client who is having a difficult day. The client shares some personal details about their life, but John does not take the time to listen. He simply, as he has done the entire day, moves on to his sales pitch, and the call ends without a sale. Now, story number two is about Jane. She has high scores on the compassion scale, and she's a sales representative for a healthcare company. She is passionate about helping others and is genuinely interested in the well-being of her clients. During one of her calls, she speaks with a potential client who is experiencing some health problems. Instead of simply moving on to her sales pitch, Jane takes the time to listen to the client's concerns. She provides information about her company's products, but she also offers some words of support and encouragement. The client is grateful for Jane's kindness and decides to make a purchase. As you can see, the difference between John and Jane is their level of compassion. While John was solely focused on completing a task and trying to do a good job with that, Jane took the time to build a connection with her client. She hears, responds to, and shows concern for what a person says, even at the end of the call. She remembers something the customer says at the beginning and repeats, Thank God it's Friday, and then says she hopes the customer will have a great weekend. By doing so for a moment, she became more than a transactional salesperson and someone the customer would love to work with again. Even the view of the company is affected by this kind of sales professionalism. While compassion and empathy, as the Harvard Business Review has said, can be an essential trait for greatness in selling, it is important to note that having high levels of compassion could mean that a salesperson is weak or ineffective. 
If there are not corresponding levels of ego drive or the motivation to achieve sales goals. To see when and if it can be a challenge, you will have to ask yourself, what is your sales process, your typical customer, and you must know the culture's customer expectation for the business and its leadership. Now, before we go, I want you and I to stop and look at ourselves and think about the following. As compassion and empathy levels drop, and there is no attempt to listen to or care about the needs of others, we can come across as arrogant or narcissistic. We may appear to be the competent jerk who only cares about the money. And even if we have this side of the brain firing, it may only be involved with manipulating the feelings and behavior of others with stories that promote ourselves and make a sale. I've gone through this hard life lesson. And recently, a close friend of mine with lower levels of compassion came across like a jerk to some of his own family members, for which he recently apologized for. There is one thing that will turn this around. Whether you're compassionate or not, here it is. It is to see yourself as a person of service, working hard to sell and serve the needs of others as a problem solver. Act like you're interested in them, even if it's difficult, and at the end of the day, you'll be like one of the students of the greatest acting coach that ever lived, Konstantin Stanislavski, who would say to his young thespians, do not try to feel what your character would feel. Just act as they would act. So my advice for myself and others is do not try to feel like someone who actually cares about the needs of others. Simply act as they would act. Portray the attitude. That will, as Dale Carnegie would say, help us win friends and influence people. Later, as a bonus, we may even feel that way. See you next week with trait number seven, self-promotion or the need to impress and its effect on life and sales goal achievement. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.